0: good mouth noises. Yeah. That song was made for fun mouth noises. noises. Yeah. (laughs) What
1: wasn't made for mouth noises?
0: You know what? That's a very good point now that I think about it. Mm -hmm. The whole world Mm -hmm. is made for mouth noises. It's true. So anyway, welcome to Welcome to Sunnydale. Mm -hmm. I'm Steve McClellan.
1: I'm Liesl Kaler.
0: And uh, today we're doing season one, episode six, The Pack, which is, I'm going to say right up front, my favorite episode so far.
1: All right. Yeah, let's
0: by go into it. by a landslide. Um, yeah. So let's yeah let's get started. Uh, so the my biggest bone to pick with this episode mm-hmm. is the field trip to the zoo. Really? <laughs> the zookeeper. What are
1: your okay? Tell tell me about. Did your you bones. ever
0: go on a field trip to the zoo in high school? I feel like that's something you do in elementary school. Oh, like, what is okay. The, okay. What is the like? What class is that for?
1: Um. That's a good point. I was gonna be like, I went to a field trip on the on the zoo. Went, went on a field trip to the zoo. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess I did. We did do that in elementary. Yeah. Right. I don't. I d- no. I didn't take any field trips in high yeah. school. And I then- did go to a. <laughs> I did go to a chemistry competition where I got to skip many of my classes (laughs) because I qualified for it.
0: All right. Oh, I forgot. We have to do Better Know a Host. Oh, right, right. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, okay. So, uh, something listeners might not know about me is that my standard Taco Bell order Mm. is the number six, two chalupas, no tomatoes, and a hard shell taco. And I put a... Hella ton of fire sauce on that bad boy,
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh, and what kind of drink you get with that?
0: Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew, all the way,
1: all
0: the way. Mm-hmm. Now I'm getting hungry and thirsty. Talking about this, let's get some talk about after this. Screw this. (laughs) All right, bye everybody. It's good podcast. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) Um,
1: Yes, my my better know your host is that if you. Take the letters of Liesl Kaler, uh, which I'll go ahead and just spell it out because it's impossible to spell, Um, L-I-E-S-L, Kaler is K-O-E-H-L-E-R. You rearrange them, make a little anagram, you can spell sore like hell. (laughs) Liesl Kaler, sore like hell.
0: Oh, that's awesome. My name is unanagrammable. There's too many. Cl- so there's too many yeah, it's like a, My last name is like nine letters long and yeah. it's all consonants. <laughs> I remember
1: I tried once and I, I just I was like, no. I, yeah,
0: I appreciate you trying, but it can't be done. I've put crap it into name. like computer anagram algorithms and then they just give up. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, But yeah, so okay, um, back to the episode. So yeah, field trips. Field trip to the zoo didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Mm -hmm. And I also want to know how a zoologist developed this lust for... Power that he seems to have developed.
1: <laughs> I actually didn't why, find that. Why didn't he um, become
0: like? If he's that kind of guy, why is he not like a politician? No, see, I didn't find that weird at all. Really? Oh,
1: that really? I was like, that's really fitting. Like, really? Who's gonna like? You
0: know, a lot of power-hungry zoologists. Well,
1: no, but I don't think it. It comes from the power. I think um, it comes first from like being a zoologist and like loving animals and being so obsessed with animals. And then you're like, I want to become. <laughs> I thought that made that made perfect sense to me.
0: You tried this, didn't you? You tried <laughs> sacrificing a high school girl on some what? altar. I <laughs> would
1: never. I was busy at my chemistry competition. Oh, yes, of course.
0: There you go. Yeah. And how many how many students mysteriously went missing at this chemistry competition?
1: <laughs> None. That anyone knows about.
0: <laughs> Covered your tracks. You're very know, good yes. that way. Mm-hmm. Well done. Yep.
1: No, that that Seemed it made total sense to me. It's like, who else is gonna look up this like crazy mythology? I mean, all mythologies are crazy in their own ways. Not not to be like specific about this mythology, um, but this crazy mythology of like becoming hyenas, like mm-hmm. a zookeeper, like that makes sense to me. He would right. get into it and do it. Okay,
0: well then, uh, how about the hyena house having no locks on the doors? Does that make sense to you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like an open cage. Yeah. And okay, so I have several questions about hyena biology that I want to run by you.
1: Mm -hmm. First
0: of all, the hyenas are shown in what appears to be a cave habitat. Mm -hmm. Are hyenas cave dwelling animals to your knowledge? Yeah, I thought they lived out in the plains, right? Yes, that is
1: correct. Okay, Mm -hmm. the
0: hyena possessed students um, kill and eat living creatures. Mm-hmm. I thought hyenas were scavengers. Ah, uh, see, Can this is where it gets
1: interesting. Yeah. Um. I I am going to go ahead and say that that is inaccurate for this episode. No, 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 wait, no. I'm going to say it's accurate for this episode. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> some hyenas are scavengers. Okay. So there's there's three basic types of hyenas. This is going to get real serious. here. <laughs> no, no, this is this I, is what people You log ask the on wrong person if you if you wanted a short answer, this is that's not what I'm going to give no, you right now. No, let's hit us with so it. So you have the uh, spotted hyenas, which is the laughing hyena, which is what most people are sort mm-hmm, of like mm-hmm. they know. And there's striped hyenas and there's brown hyenas. Um some of the other ones are mostly scavengers but will hunt things. The spotted or laughing hyenas, which I Obviously, is what the show is going for—is with the laugh and everything. Uh, they are mostly hunters, about ninety-five
0: percent. Oh, did not know but that, but they
1: will scavenge as well.
0: That's really interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. So it is accurate to the episode. Cool, but <laughs> what's not accurate, which makes me a little mad—they are uh, female-dominated. Oh. they're led by the packs are led by well, females.
0: Do you think it was? Do you think they were trying to show that one of the people was a leader in that pack? Like, do you think Xander was supposed to be the leader? Really, a little bit. I thought it was sort of. I I didn't get the sense that any one person was a leader. It wasn't overwhelming, I suppose. Yeah. Okay, so if you were, let's say, grading a biology student, and this was their homework assignment to write this episode of Buffy, what grade would you (laughs) give them on their knowledge of biology? (laughs) Um,
1: Well, that's a good question. I think they did a, they did a fair job obviously you have to give the you know, there has to be some leeway you gotta dramatize things and they did do the spotted hyenas the laughing mm-hmm. hyenas mm-hmm. that were hunters and, nice yeah um, they kind of failed on the they're mostly nocturnal
0: oh that's a good point
1: um, so they were sleeping at night which they shouldn't have been mm-hmm. but you know overall, like B minus
0: can you comment at all on there's a part towards the end where the zookeeper says like oh well after they've fed and rested they'll sniff out their missing member that i i seemed implausible to me yes i had
1: the same yeah. thought i was like i think that's completely made up That's oh, just I don't, a plot device yeah, yeah i don't actually know yeah um, maybe it's true maybe it's not i didn't mm. look it up but okay can i say an, a cool thing about hy- oh, i could just please
0: tell like this is this is the hyena fact section
1: <laughs> it's really it's all i want to do <laughs> um so spotted hyenas they they're so effing cool um <laughs> the the females they're, so they're female led mm-hmm. and the females they have more testosterone uh than like an average female mammal would yeah. um so are a, a female hyena its clitoris is really enlarged into a pseudo penis is what it's called so uh when researchers were first studying them like from afar with binoculars they couldn't they didn't think they were female hyenas they didn't know where the females were because they thought every hyena was a male because they all have like things that look like penises
0: that's amazing it is amazing you don't want to
1: hear about the childbirth it's pretty awful cuz the, the yeah never mind. i won't get into no, it oh no
0: you can't set us up like that and not tell what about the childbirth
1: they don't have a vaginal opening like the, what? the testosterone when they are developing makes the vagina fuse into like what? a fake scrotum Holy moly. So basically they give birth through their pseudo-penis and it just like...
0: It just like rips them apart? Yeah, (laughs)
1: pretty much. (laughs) They're so cool. I don't know why they get such a bad rap. That's incredible. I I, I
0: wish they had shown that in this episode (laughs) of Buffy. (laughs) Xander giving birth (laughs) through his scrotum. (laughs) I don't want to see that. If they ever do like the gritty reboot of this on hbo or something (laughs) and xander's gonna give birth to a baby possession again it's true
1: it's true can't wait all right anyway i'm i just i want to plug they get a bad rap (laughs) but they're really cool they shouldn't
0: because i mean obviously giving birth through your
1: fake (laughs) scrotum is where it's at that's really cool and some of them live through it. Oh, yeah. These poor females. I know. <laughs> oh. Anyway,
0: constantly being misgendered and then yeah, and then no. dying in childbirth. It's true. Bummer.
1: Yeah. What else you got? You um, any, other, any other bones to pick that I can? Yeah, I got another it? one. So, right.
0: what kind of place is the Bronze? This is not a biology thing, but Buffy she gets a croissant. croissant yeah, day. yeah. Is it a bakery? Is it a bar? Is it a club? Place. What? It's just like an all-purpose like. Any, like anything you want it's like uh, yeah it's like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory back there you can go in I, and get absolutely anything yeah,
1: had this <laughs> had the exact same I saw her with like a drink and a croissant as she said <laughs> yeah and I was like what what bar <laughs> what place can you get booze at night yeah and also get a croissant yeah yeah like I maybe for brunch you could get I
0: wish that place was next to my croissant. place because yeah. sometimes it's like one in the morning. And I'm drunk. And I want a pile of croissants. Pile. I just want a pile of buttery croissants. Think about it. Doesn't that sound good? I mean, it's a sound. Yeah. All right. One last, final, ultimate thing bone to pick <laughs> with this episode mm-hmm. and that is the shot of fake ass lightning that they did that looked like it was oh, drawn with a colored pencil
1: and like <laughs> yeah like this we're supposed to believe this takes place in california yeah
0: <sighs> but it's like it's supernatural lightning it's I true assume, it's right true. but still like they couldn't get there's not some stock footage of lightning they yeah, could have used yeah. like, i
1: guess for people that don't live in california it doesn't, there's no lightning as far as I've experienced.
0: Maybe that's just what like Joss Whedon and Bruce Seth Green think, like, think lightning looks like. Cause they just never don't seen know. It. They never saw <laughs> it. Where are they from? Anything um, on. I, you know, I don't know where they're from off the top of my head. I mean, they both are working Hollywood. So, but uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah. So, okay. Now I've, I've gone through, that is the exhaustive list of bones mm-hmm. that I want to pick with this episode. Yeah. Um, So we can start talking about how great this episode is.
1: I just want to mention the, just the lightning again, that it's like, clearly shit is going crazy because there's (laughs) lightning and thunder in California. You know, everyone's going nuts. Yeah. They are like, what's that noise? (laughs) And that's Midwest people. Originally Midwest.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We do live in sunny Oakland, California now, but that's not where we grew up. No.
1: All right, good things. Move on to the good things. Okay, what so
0: things? I, I think like the overall uh, thing that I want to say about this episode, the like what makes it really great for my mind is that it finally amps up the sense of threat, like the the feeling of real Ooh, danger. Um, I agree. And it, yeah, and it does so in a uh, really dark way. It does, but also I was going to say it does it on it does it on both levels, both on the like high school level and on the like monster level so like the the mm-hmm. scene where xander teases like makes fun of willow and like breaks her heart was oh, yes. so, so painful crushing. so heartbreaking and uh you know it, it's because he's possessed but it's the kind of thing that you know happens to everybody and like getting oh, totally. getting hurt by someone you have a crush on you totally relate to that and it's And so that's the sort of, like, high school Mm -hmm. level of which it's, yeah, yeah, and which it's, and they really make it hit home in a way that I, you know, some of the past episodes had some of that stuff, but not, Mm -hmm. not in that sort of devastating way. And then with the monsters, like, I found this pack of hyena-possessed high school students really scary in Mm -hmm. some of these scenes, like, you know, where they're crawling outside the windows and going, Willow, like, Mm -hmm. scary. And the scene Oh, my God. Okay. First of all, R.I.P. Principal Flutie. Flutie. yeah. God rest his soul. He Mm -hmm. was the best principal. Uh, We loved him. But this is also, I mean, this is the first, like, real death of a named character. I mean, he wasn't a central character, but he was, like, he was in multiple episodes. He had speaking parts. He was, you know, he was a real character that, you know, you know something about. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he dies in this really brutal way. And the way they amp up the tension in that scene. They, like, keep ratcheting it up, like, bit by bit. And, like, finally, like, his face gets scratched and he starts freaking out. It's like, that was really well done. Yeah. I love the way they played with the tension in that scene. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah. And then, so to have a a named character die in a brutal way like that, and uh, also to have one of the Scoobies, one of the main characters, be actually, like, possessed by a spell... Um, and turn into this bat, like, you know, to see this dark side of a character that you love. Like, I thought all of that worked really well to really bring the the sense of danger into it uh, in a way that was missing in some of the other episodes.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. uh, It's hard to say much more to that. I just really remember, like, I remember my first time watching this and, like, the scene where Flutie gets eaten Um, I remember that scene happening and just thinking that he was, they, like, injured him. Mm. Um, And then later on, Giles comes to say, like, yes, Mm -hmm. they ate him. And I was just like, what? (laughs) They did that to a character? Like, they had him eaten? Yeah. It's like, that is so dark and gruesome. And, like, what a terrible horrible way to die like eaten by (laughs) vampires is one thing like they just suck you dry like (laughs) uh eaten by a pack of human hyenas is, is much more
0: yeah totally gruesome and it it is it's sort of nice that they do it off screen but it's funny like that scene had enough emotional impact on me that when i was starting to watch this episode uh and i knew principal flutie was gonna die i i thought i remembered a scene of his like a shot of his bloody like eviscerated body but then I was like wait a minute they probably can't show that on the WB but I feel I'm like very, I have yeah. the
1: same image in my maybe it's just an image we both imagined yeah after the yeah. fact mm-hmm. but I had the same I was like oh, does, are there, he's like in his chair and they just show it all bloody or something okay
0: that is the same shot. I was. <laughs> is there some other movie or TV show where a principal gets eviscerated and he's he's in know. his chair and like I think he has a cigarette that's burned almost down to the like filter? Well, they turn around and he's all. I have this scene in my head. I don't know what it's from. <laughs> we'll have to look into that. I'll we'll have to look that up. Maybe at we some just substituted. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is what it looks like when you get eaten. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But anyway, yeah. But so like, yeah. I mean, it, it's a very impactful scene even without them showing him actually being ripped apart um mm-hmm. yeah uh so let's see what else
1: um i just thought we, i i like the dodgeball scene oh <laughs> yeah talk a little bit about the yeah, dodgeball yeah, scene um hmm. mostly i just like it like did you play <laughs> dodgeball in high school i don't i feel
0: like in high by the time did you high school, to do gym in high school dodgeball was yeah we did gym in high school okay Um, but I, I think dodgeball is, I think of that as being more of a middle school kind of thing again, kind of like the zoo. Um, although we did it in boy scouts like most meetings <laughs> <laughs> most <laughs> For, meetings <laughs> yeah this, before the meeting started everyone would right, get guys, together and get play around. dodgeball dodgeball <laughs>
1: it was great good game guys <laughs>
0: let's do the meeting we also played some weird game called nightball that involved like turning the lights in the gym on and off and you could only move when the lights were off
1: oh that sounds fun and it was like a
0: crazy football game where you're trying to move the ball downfield but then you have to freeze when the lights come on oh. and then you like see where people are and try and tackle people. It was really rough and tumble. Sounds dangerous. It was really fun.
1: Did you ever play uh, uh, Dr. Dodgeball? Is that a thing you did? No. Didn't? What, that was what my is that? Favorite. Is that like Dr. Mario? Uh yeah, exactly. Uh, you get to be Mario and a doctor. <laughs> Everyone else plays dodgeball. <laughs> it's great.
0: <laughs> okay, then I have played that game. No. <laughs> I bet
1: you have. No. It was, I mean, it was just like dodgeball, except that there's one person that's a doctor. Okay. And they have a do you remember having those like little scooters? Like there it was just like a yeah. little platform with videos yeah, yeah, yeah. on it. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, and the doctor could be on the scooter. And anybody that was dead that got hit would just sit on the ground. And if the doctor reached you and touched you, you were, and like pulled you back to Uh the wall you were alive again. Uh,
0: so did each team have a doctor? Or yeah, was, the doctor like, yeah, was the doctor like, he was a doctor without borders. He like went across the line and helped whoever he could. <laughs> I wish. I wish. Uh, and each team had a doctor. That'd be great. Doctors yeah. without borders. It was different, different, you know, insurance <laughs> that they accepted and like yeah. only
1: one team. One's an HMO and like oh, yeah. You
0: could totally use this game to teach kids about <laughs> medical
1: insurance. I am gonna. <laughs> I am definitely going to. anyway, i liked that one yeah no so but it was, was fun
0: but it was and yeah it was a great scene <laughs> mm-hmm. um again sort of like the the scene with flutie where they sort of slowly ramped up the the sense of like impending yeah. threat uh and that poor kid that they keep pick, picking on <laughs> getting pelted with dodgeballs again and i feel like that is also the scene where buffy is like something really is realized that something is up yeah, yeah. and that the way Xander looked at her in that scene, and in a lot. I mean, I really thought Nicholas Brendan did a great job selling his possession in this episode. My God,
1: this was like the Xander like, intense stare episode. <laughs> yeah, where his head is tilted like 45 like, degrees forward. <laughs> stare, 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 stare. Stare, stare, stare. New scene, stare, stare. It was a little bit silly. It's good but also silly.
0: It reminds me of the honest trailers for Twilight. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Featuring more
1: stairs. St- 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 dun, dun, dun. Okay. That's this could be honest trailer of this could be yeah. just everybody, standard staring at himself. Everybody go
0: Google honest trailers Twilight, please, if you, you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um Yeah, that was a good good dodgeball scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, also I, I mean I have this thought all the time. I'm like, you're a slayer. You should have like pinpoint accuracy with those dodgeballs. <laughs> well,
0: maybe maybe she was holding back. I know. To she not says, reveal herself. I don't think yeah. she should. Yeah, you don't think so. Excel, Buffy. I mean, be all the Buffy you can do. <laughs> yeah, but if she's what like if she's found out to be a superhero, I
1: mean, it, being good at dodgeball doesn't make you a Slayer. <laughs> 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 Just be like, oh, cool. She's like pretty good at dodgeball.
0: <laughs> it's true. Most of the kids in the class probably would not be like. She's a slayer. something's up. I'm yeah, go, I'm gonna go tell the vampires. A girl
1: that's good at dodgeball, <laughs> supernatural, <laughs> written all over it. Yeah, I don't know. have fun.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, you know that's fine. But maybe, maybe just to make it fair, like maybe I mean, she thinks true. it's unfair if she's she probably does have at some full Slayer illness. strength in yeah. the dodgeball game. Yeah,
1: I mean, I guess she was she was still the last one on her team. So yeah, she clearly didn't hold back everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I think. That the dodgeball scene um, brings up one of my favorite lines oh, oh. from the, the coach. <laughs> yeah. Afterwards,
0: that coach, who, as far as I know, we've never seen him in another shot, right? I don't think so. Yeah, and then he comes out with this beautiful line. God, this
1: game is brutal. I love it. You <laughs> could just totally see a like high school gym teacher. <laughs> so he really, sounds like you stepped.
0: Like right out of Apocalypse Now yeah. into this high school gymnasium, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there's another scene I want to talk about, mm-hmm. um, which, again, in terms of the sort of threat level increasing, and on both levels, that's sort of not even sort of that like scene where Xander sexually assaults Buffy. Yeah, really intense. That is very true. definitely something that sort of works on both levels of like, oh, it's a monster attacking her. And also like, mm-hmm. this is a real thing there's that happens to girls there. that like, yeah.
1: Like it's, it's easy to say that that, like, oh, it was just a monster. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's also Xander.
0: Yeah. I mean, Willow nails it in that scene where she's like, well, maybe there's something wrong with me, which first of all, heartbreaking again. Yeah, of But then also like her point that, you know, Xander is mocking Willow, but sniffing Buffy. Yeah. Like, this isn't... It's not just a random... It's not like a completely different entity that's yeah. living inside Xander's body. Like, yeah. this is amplifying or twisting impulses or thoughts that are already in Xander, it seems what do like.
1: You, what do you think about um, that he... So, at the end, obviously, mm-hmm. he is... Saying he doesn't remember any of this stuff, and like, right. oh, did I do anything else? And Giles like protects his secret. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about that? Like, Xander doesn't actually have to own up and apologize.
0: Oh, that is, yeah, I don't. I mean, it's, is that
1: okay? <sighs> he was possessed, but
0: yeah, I mean, the, our legal system is not really established like a precedent for how exculpatory hyena possession is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess. Yeah, I mean I think I think Xander is definitely taking an easy way out that if he mm-hmm. were if he were to really like be a man or like be a human being and step up like it would be better. It would be morally better yeah. for him to face that. But I can understand why he would feel that he's not capable of handling that mm-hmm. um and I I can let it slide. I don't think he's like a terrible person for not owning up to it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he he should have if mm-hmm. he was if he was a better person. I think.
1: I yeah, it's kind of like originally I I really enjoyed the moment of like oh it's revealed that Xander actually does remember all mm-hmm. the like crazy mm-hmm. things that he did, like eating a pig and stuff like that. And it's like funny that he pretends not to remember when you're thinking about like him eating a. Although maybe that's not that funny either <laughs> him eating a live pig yeah that's <laughs> never mind um, you, pig. yeah it's, it's kind of funny to think of him pretending not to remember like very goofy things that he did right um, it's kind of awful to think about him getting away with like doing really mean things like that he was mean to Willow and doesn't have to apologize and he yeah. assaulted Buffy and doesn't have to apologize Yeah. Um, and it's also kind of like I think I'm a little bit disappointed in Giles, like, I'm sure they told Giles some of the things that Xander did. Maybe maybe Buffy didn't mm. um, explain that Xander had, like, assaulted her or anything. Yeah. So maybe it's... Mm. But I'm a little disappointed in Giles that he wouldn't be like, no, nope. like, own up to, like, yeah. apologize to these people.
0: No, it's true. I mean, I think Giles' Giles's position as a father figure sort of would impel him to do that. But it's also, I he mean... He protective, yeah. Yeah, Giles, he's very protective and he i think he giles understands that he's not dealing with grown people that can handle every situation he's dealing with
1: possession how much is possession how much is yeah sure just like boys will be boys like (laughs) rape culture (laughs) yeah yeah i i'd
0: I'd like to think that giles is not like a rape culture like rape apologist that's just sort of like Ah, you got away with it. Like you're all right, like, oh, Xander. <laughs> oh, Xander. Your antics. Uh-huh. I think it's likely, like you said, that Buffy didn't tell Giles about that. I, that
1: seems very likely, um, actually.
0: And so, and so, probably Giles was just thinking that Xander he got away with ate a pig, eating a pig and making fun of Willow. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, it's, it's forgivable to let that kind of. That's thing true. Lead. If that's all you, um,
1: if that's what you think that he did, and only that, yeah, it's sort of like you were possessed, and that's why you ate this pig.
0: Yeah. But it does make me wonder, like, watching this again, like, how much is that memory hanging over Xander for the rest of the show? Like, is yeah, he, it does
1: does it come up again? Like, do yeah. we see him like struggle with that? That like,
0: because that's the kind of thing that you would think a memory of having done that to someone you care so much about yeah. would be onerous. It would weigh on you, I would think.
1: But. And does that come up in future? Like, are we as the audience supposed to just Forgive and forget. I don't know. And yeah, is, <laughs> I don't is know. Buffy supposed to forgive and forget? I mean, it seems like,
0: like she has already. Yeah, which, like almost immediately, she's yeah. like, "Okay, you're possessed." Which, I mean, I don't know. Do you think she was faking that, or do you think she genuinely like is okay with saying it was the hyena and it wasn't you?
1: You know, this I had actually um, kind of forgotten that. Like, I remember him like <clears throat> m- being aggressive towards her, but not the like, extreme nature of it, where, like, he has her pinned. I yeah, had forgotten right. that. Um, I thought I just remembered him, like, sniffing her and stuff and being mm-hmm, mm-hmm. generally creepy and aggressive. Um, so my feeling is that everybody has forgot because I forgot about it in the episode, so I feel like all the other characters must have forgotten about it or it would have come up again and I, it would have stuck in my mind. Yeah. That they did that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe this is another... Slayer superpower is the ability to like forgive what? and forget sexual assault like oh, from one of your close that's friends. That's not a no, I don't <laughs> ugh, Okay.
1: <laughs> is that a superpower? I don't know what I mean it being really tough and not Yeah, she's got um, a lot of grit.
0: She's got sand, yeah. you know. I don't yeah. Um Yeah. I mean what is I don't know, what what's her alternative in this case? Like Right, like what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously she doesn't want to like, like send Xander to jail or anything or like, I mean, she could admonish him, but he's claiming not to remember.
1: That's true. Yeah. She doesn't know. So as far as, as far as Buffy knows, Xander was completely not himself and has no memory and it was nothing to do. It was all possession and not nothing Xander.
0: The more I think about this, the darker it seems. I know. (laughs) Right. I'm
1: like, Oh God, I have such terrible feelings now about this. Yeah. Right. I said I hadn't really.
0: Yeah, I mean, even even not like if you're blackout drunk and you do something like that, you're not you're not like.
1: Exculpated. You don't get the okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's
0: not like oh, okay, that's fine. Like, um, so yeah, it's. Uh,
1: that's a sticky one.
0: <laughs> that is that is tricky. I don't
1: know how to feel about that anymore. <laughs> I
0: don't know. I mean, so I guess like, how do, how do you feel? Like more generally, instead of talking about xander's morality, let's talk mm. about the the writers or the the showrunners yeah, okay. for a minute and mm. the way that they used or treated sexual assault in this episode. How do you feel about that
1: i my what I imagine is that they are seeing it as like Xander was totally taken over by this possession, and I think they use that as a indication of it that like mm-hmm. he's so lost control of himself that he isn't even like respectful towards somebody that he yeah. really cares about. Um, so I guess my impression is that they're using that as a, to show how far gone, how far from human right he is at this moment. And the fact that everything's fine at the end means that it was like, it was just because he was possessed.
0: Okay. So you see, you see the showrunners as having let him off the hook sort of, uh,
1: yeah, I guess so.
0: Okay. I mean, I sort of felt like the scene, you know, the the him talking to Giles and Giles saying that he would keep a secret mm-hmm. um was and the very last shot is like him walking away with his head hung low. Mm. Like he feel it looks like he feels seriously shamed by it, like enough to to desperately want to hide his secret. Yeah. Um that he was that That's he you true. know maybe, that he maybe was he even really didn't inside of that like I felt like that was that was a good way of you know it's he didn't get completely smacked down, but he got like yeah he clearly like he clearly feels something about that mm-hmm. um and I thought that was good uh do you do, i don't know do you feel that like so I feel like in a lot of shows like Violent. Not that Buffy is exceptionally violent, but in a lot of violent shows, like sexual assault on women is overused or used as sort of like. Uh,
1: I think on yeah, we we see a lot of it because it's a yeah dramatic thing. Yeah, that
0: it's just used like for dramatic effect, and yeah. it's not it's not treated sort of seriously. Do you feel that they did that here in the show? I mean, I can't, so to give you my perspective, and I'm asking for yours, mm-hmm. um, but, like, my sort of thought, and I would love for you to tell me if you think I'm wrong, was that, like, they they did a couple of things that I liked, which was they didn't, like, Buffy in that situation was not rescued by a man. She, yeah. like, fought Xander off on her own. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed Xander being, like, and to my mind, at least to some extent, appropriately shamed. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and they—I uh, don't know—they didn't. It, did, it never seemed like gratuitous. Like they honestly made it feel like yeah, it threatening. wasn't excessive. And it wasn't like oh, this will be like he never like tore her shirt off to show her cleavage right, yeah, or something. Like, like they that. weren't trying to make it. it was just like a, they weren't trying to make it sexy. Yeah. They they wanted to make it scary, which I think is
1: yes, what I agree. You should do yeah yeah. No. yeah. I guess really my my complaint then is just that um, at, just that at the end he doesn't acknowledge it to anyone else. Yeah. But I guess that's sort of like a, you are like a high school student and you're not perfectly moral. And like, if you feel shamed about something, it may not be. Yeah. um, You may not be capable of bringing it up again and fully like asking for the, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just feel like Xander is not, not there yet as a Mature enough to be able to handle that conversation. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, Buffy might be, but I just don't know about Xander. Yeah. Um, that's fair. And I, I don't know. I mean, like, maybe maybe this is actually the better way for their relationship to move forward. Like, if he did come to Buffy and say, like, so actually I was aware and that. I remember all of that. <laughs> like, maybe that might just make their relationship even, like, you know, considerably worse. Like, I, I don't know. Not that that's necessarily an excuse, but, yeah, right. you know. um but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I guess I I would I would have liked it if there had been some more done uh, about that yeah. about Xander's guilt for having been yeah. a participant in that at yeah, least to true. some extent.
1: Well, that's dark. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> Dark got, show sometimes. That got, that got really serious there.
0: Well, I yeah. I mean. We're lighthearted podcasts it's most true, of the time. True. But when there's some, some gotta, something media to discuss, yeah. yeah. I mean it's like it's it's uh it's like the show itself. It's lighthearted often, but that when it gets deep, dark, it yeah. goes dark. There's even I believe there is a Joss Whedon quote that here, give me a moment, let me find mm. this. Yeah, the quote from Joss Whedon is make it dark, make it grim, make it tough, but then for the love of God, tell a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, which I think is you know very That's much amazing. encapsulates his yeah, yeah totally, totally. his way of making television, um, yeah and I I think I think we should try and uh,
1: make, I think they did that with yeah. this episode oh they it did it with this episode and I and think we should do that
0: joke. with our episode oh, of this yes. podcast <laughs> yeah.
1: you have you have a good joke that you like
0: you don't want to hear my yeah jokes. none of the math jokes please. <laughs> please Steve has a
1: lot of math jokes
0: boy <laughs> none do of them I are good. <laughs>
1: They're so good. Uh, I think one of them maybe has been okay.
0: <laughs> that's high praise coming from you. <laughs>
1: I know. I like to sprinkle a little bit of a
0: complimentary way keep sometimes. Just me, keep me on the line? <laughs> oh, no, that's not true. Okay.
1: <laughs> um. Other thoughts? Do you have other scenes? Other thoughts? Um, Should we do style, fashion? Mm, uh,
0: uh, well I mean the one thing I noticed about it is and again I like this touch was that in the beginning everybody's wearing sort of bright floral pattern colorful stuff and then the more the hyena possession takes over the more like dark and neutral (laughs) their colors become like jackets yeah yeah I like so I like that Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't have any particular uh, like there was no particular item of clothing that stood out as egregious to me or, or, or worthy of comment um yeah, so, but I did I did like what they did with the clothes mm-hmm. slowly moving in that direction. I enjoyed um, that.
1: Yeah. Um. Yep. So yeah, starting with the bright individual, and then when be- they became a pack, the mm-hmm. neutrals all wearing mm-hmm. like these jackets and stuff. Um, Buffy was wearing her cross.
0: Yes, I noticed that.
1: Yeah. Yep. I'm just I'm gonna keep cross watch. Keep, keep a tally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's me. I'm I'm the, the cross watch <laughs> when she's wearing it, and not. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those were the only notes. I guess uh, I... (laughs) <laughs> really enjoy when the zookeeper comes out at the end and he has his face that painted blue, like, blue and white. And white. Yeah. Are, like, two things about that um, <laughs> glasses over it. Like, come on, dude. Come on. You're painting your face. Like, put in some context. Go a little blind. Like, just commit, <laughs> Do you think
0: hyena possession is like LASIK? Like, will it fix your eyesight? <laughs> <laughs> God, Maybe I that's so. why he was doing it. Yeah. he's am like, so ugh. sick of these glasses I can't Ooh, afford LASIK. LASIK. I have a stigmatism. <laughs>
1: Contacts don't work for me (laughs) that's probably it (laughs) i'm nearsighted and (laughs) farsighted you wouldn't understand this because you have perfect vision i do there's lots of things that can (laughs) can happen with your eyes oh yeah and then also so one the glasses like come on Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh two that he has it painted over his beard (laughs) yeah like, he, gross, he looks like dude. a weird sports fan
0: to me. Yeah, yeah it's like is he yeah. about to go to a football game? <laughs> but, yeah, so dumb. And like,
1: clearly that's unnecessary because the high school kids managed to get transformed into this hyena stuff. Yeah. Without any face paint.
0: And I'm also suspicious of that being some sort of traditional, like, tribal. Yeah, because blue is not a blue color is you a can difficult. Yeah dye to manufacture mm-hmm. out of natural things yeah. yeah um it should have been like red or something like that yeah so exactly way more sense something uh,
1: yeah
0: little little paint science for you yeah. <laughs> listeners out there <laughs> I mean, like
1: we say this as if it's like common knowledge for everyone like you know blue dye is hard to manufacture <laughs> like come on <laughs> um
0: there was what was the line there was a line in this episode that i absolutely loved where uh well the whole conversation first of all where Buffy is trying to tell Giles that something supernatural is going on mm-hmm. and and Giles is like, Oh yeah, something quite terrible. He's a teenage boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll have to kill him, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And then I particularly loved Buffy's line where she was like uh, why are you trying to scully me? <laughs> yes, that was so funny. <laughs> that was great. Great X-Files reference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel
1: like this is kind of an episode that's it has like an X-Files feel oh, to it. Oh, totally.
0: Yeah, I can totally see this happening in the X-Files. Yeah. Um, you could totally see Mulder and Scully coming to the, investigate Flutie's death that happened because oh, yeah. some wild, wild dogs, dogs got into his office. And yeah, and Mulder being all like, it was hyena possession. Yeah. And Scully being There's like... no evidence for that. Yeah, matter. exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so funny that, like, the way that she said it, too, it's like, you of all people trying to Scully me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, on the one hand, like, I get that because, yeah, he does have all these supernatural books and like knows about all these like lores and mythologies and prophecies and stuff. But I think of when I think of Giles, I think of him as being an intelligent, like scientific character. Maybe I'm.
0: I mean, he's rational, but he's rational in a world full of magical stuff. So it's not like his.
1: Like he is a Scully to me. But, like, he's scully in a world where there is magic. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So it's weird for her to be like, you of all people scullying me. Yeah, I
0: understand that. I mean, but from her point of view, he's kind of like yeah. the guy that knows all of the weird stuff. It's true. Like, yeah. He would,
1: yeah, he's a, he's a Mulder. He's the one that believes in all this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's
0: true. Um, But, yeah, I, I don't know. Do you think... Do you think giles watches the x-files do you think he got that joke <laughs> do you think he knew what buffy was talking about oh i don't know i feel
1: like giles <laughs> so like you know how i watch i feel like he shows? doesn't even have a tv no no, no. okay <laughs> H- hear me out here okay yeah uh, you know the way i watch medical shows and i critique everything <laughs> that they do that i'm like you would never drop blood that way yep i think that giles watches the x-files and critiques it from a magic standpoint. Like, that's not how that thing works. Five livers. Like, that demon requires ten livers before they go into their, like, 50-year hibernation or however many... I don't
0: know. That's really funny. Yeah, I totally imagine that.
1: He's a huge X-Files fan, but he watches it to To,
0: to rip on it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. He's like, they got the magic all wrong in this episode. I wonder if, like, all kinds of uh, things, like, to see. He- Watch the Harry Potter movies oh and feel God. like, that is not how witches and cool. wizards act. And they're like, there's no old school like that. <laughs> you don't need
1: a thing of hair for the pologeist potion. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> he has that voice too.
0: Phoenix feather and a wand, ruin it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess if you don't want to cast the best spells ever, <laughs> you could put a phoenix feather in there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh i totally want to watch some movies of childs
1: now <laughs> <be> amazing yeah <laughs> I love it can i say a random medical thing <laughs>
0: yeah you're yeah this is we'll do a new segment that's like lisa's random facts <laughs> corner
1: <laughs> um so like when buffy and willow are talking about how xander like how well really in his hand, like, you know mm. everything about him, like his blood pressure. And she's like, one mm. thirty over eighty. And I'm like, oh somebody got pre hypertension. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was actually meant to ask, like, oh, those blood pressure numbers, so how are those doing? Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. So <laughs> pre hypertension?
1: Technically, um you wanna be under you want to be under one thirty for that top number. So mm-hmm. one thirty would is, I believe, considered okay. pre hypertension.
0: Is that unusual in a 16-year-old? They're supposed to have pretty good blood pressure. So, this
1: is very strange. This is totally anecdotal. But when I do blood pressures for people, like most of the women that I do, like... You're not
0: about to violate HIPAA right now, are you? No, no, no. I'm just talking about doing... I don't know how HIPAA works.
1: (laughs) You can't ever talk about being in the medical field. The first rule of HIPAA is don't talk about HIPAA. The second rule of HIPAA is... (laughs)
0: Maybe we should tell our listeners what HIPAA is first. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: Uh, Well, HIPAA is basically – the short version is that it's – I can't tell you – about people's personal medical stuff okay like if yeah. you come to see me at the clinic um i can't tell anybody that okay.
0: you're there so now tell us about people's personal blood pressure histories well, it doesn't matter cause
1: <laughs> there's no name attached to it all right i got it <laughs> okay you know that i've taken blood pressures before. anyway so yes most of the women totally find blood pressures uh-huh. most dudes that i take have high blood pressure like interesting it's pretty rare that they're under the numbers that they're supposed to be hmm. that's just you know my personal experience
0: do you think is it Is it like men have different diets or is it just like men have a different healthier, healthy baseline?
1: See, I I tried to look that up because I Uh figured it was just that they had a different healthy baseline. And Mm -hmm. when I looked it up, Mayo Clinic, it says that, nope, these are the numbers for an average healthy adult. Interesting. Yeah, 120 over 80 or Mm. below that. Okay,
0: good to know. Uh, You'll have to check my blood pressure sometime. I have no idea what it is. I'm sure it's awful. It's probably terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Mine's great. I bet it is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Little Yeah, random medical fact. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry for all these terrible things that no, I know and have to tell gr- <laughs> Like
0: I, love, I, I like to learn something every podcast mm-hmm. I watch or listen to, rather. If I didn't <laughs> learn something listening to a podcast, then I'm bummed out. Even if it's a podcast like this.
1: Hmm, all right. Yeah. Good to know.
0: So I hope our listeners are the same way.
1: Uh, I hope so. Because yeah. otherwise they should stop because it's going to continue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm incapable of...
0: All right, well, we can pivot back to the episode here, though. Did you yep. Did you have a high moment, low moment did you want to talk um,
1: about? Yeah, so originally, this is so funny, I had written down that my high moment was the very end where like, Giles tells Xander, like, oh, that's funny. I didn't read anything about, um, you know, immediately really forgetting about stuff. Because mm-hmm. I thought that was, like, a really funny, like, oh, geez. Xander was playing it off. And, like, <laughs> until I thought more about, like, the things that he did that he's trying to not yeah. talk about. Um, so I guess I have to pick a new high moment because that's not my high moment mm, anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just I'm gonna go with uh,
0: I don't know. I can tell you mine. Yeah. Okay. What's so yours? mine would definitely be Xander making fun of Willow and her like breaking down and running away. The crushing like, that like I almost cried watching that scene. It mm-hmm. was so intense um, and the way Alison Hannigan like for some mm-hmm. reason i don't know if it's like she's her acting or her like fate, like anytime she feels something i feel something like yeah. the when an emotion crosses Alison Hannigan's face it like
1: leaps into your heart it
0: leaps into my heart exactly like whether she's happy or mm-hmm. or crushed or like in love like i just i look at her face and i just Feel it so intensely, yeah. And her reaction to to Xander in that scene absolutely destroyed me.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I guess I'm gonna go with for a high moment. I, I'm gonna do a similar sort of like not because it was funny or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the when they eat Principal Flutie because it's Ooh. just so Ooh. intense and it's like a really scary yeah. scene. And then it like that's so dark and they haven't gone there yet it's true
0: that is it's really good yeah that's a really excellent scene yeah um yeah low moment i guess i would probably go with uh towards the beginning where before they're hyena possessed and they're Mm -hmm. just picking on this random kid for no reason it's one of those things that's like a high school cliche but i never really saw anything like that happen in high school like maybe middle school or something like that but i feel like high school students aren't don't act like that. Like don't just pick on random people and be mean to them for no real reason. I have the same
1: sort of like, I think about high school and like, yeah, I wasn't popular or anything, but nobody was like picking on me. Yeah. Right. I was like kind of nerdy and everyone left me alone to do my own own high school
0: cliche. (laughs) And I feel like this show, like a, a general criticism of the show in general is that, you know, that it, it traffics in those high school cliches rather than building a high school that, feels real to me. Yeah. Um which is fine. I mean, I understand that they're using high school as a backdrop to this other stuff. Yeah. Um and so like they they try and they, it, you know, clichés it's like a shorthand of talking right. about something.
1: I have to say though, I mean, it wasn't my experience in high school and I never saw that happening, mm-hmm. but you do read stories about it. Like you read stories about people kids that are like bullied until they commit suicide. So that, that must true. be there must be high schools somewhere where there are people that are just mean like that. Yeah, I'm glad that I apparently didn't go to one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I anyway, agree. Yeah. That's also my um, my low moment because it's like one this weird cliche that I never experienced, so I don't relate to it. Yeah, and just the way that they tease is so dumb. Like the one where it's like, "Oh, you're in a family reunion," and <laughs> <I'm laughs> yeah. like, "Oh, quick, someone." Does anyone have a camera? <laughs> like, whatever that.
0: What was that line? Got... Doesn't anybody have a camera? <laughs>
1: Like, he's yeah. oh, sick burn, man. I know, right? What, what is that like who wrote that line? <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry whoever wrote that line. I'm sure it was like a killer in the in the writers
0: room. Maybe uh, I'm sure that line is like that guy got bullied with that line and he oh, really the, put his heart on was, the page. Yeah, it was like, so <laughs> specific. It's like
1: no one could write that line unless they experienced This is the trauma that, that he's
0: been trying to exercise through <laughs> writing his
1: entire yeah. life. Aww.
0: I'm sorry, writer of this episode. You did great otherwise. You did did a good job. (laughs) Such a good job.
1: Um, Yeah, but like a lot of their insults are just so, like, these are dumb.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, Yeah, so that's my low moment. Yeah. Uh, Did you have other stuff you wanted to talk about, or are you ready to Um, give it a rating?
1: I, yeah, let me, hmm. No, I think we managed to hit all the random things yeah. that I wrote down. Cool. I feel pretty solid about it.
0: All right. Well, what's, uh, what's your rating then?
1: Uh, my rating. So I think you're going to be surprised with oh, my rating. okay. Because when we started it, I was like so excited. I was like, yeah, the pack. Like, I love this episode. And then mm-hmm. I was like watching it. I was like, wait, do I love this episode or do I just remember that you love it? <laughs> and so I got excited <laughs> about it. Okay. Um. Cause I kind of felt like it's, I guess now that we've talked about it, it does do some important things for the show. As far as like, it goes to a dark place mm-hmm. that it hadn't before. Um, but I don't feel like it does so much for the characters. Mm. Um, a little bit for It's like, we saw a dark side of Xander. Cause yeah. it's, it's, that's happening. Um, but yeah, I'm still gonna go with I. I didn't enjoy this episode much more than the previous ones. Okay, I didn't hate this episode <laughs> anymore. So going yet again with a, a five out of ten um, uh, glasses with face paint. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, I uh, you know <coughs> I totally respect that. I I really I still continue to think this is uh a great episode of the show um i like you know the the tension and the danger and the the heartbreak and the way it tackles these issues like the sexual assault in interesting ways and i just lo- i love this episode i'm going to give it 8 8 out of 10 wow yeah Eight? I I stand by it. I mean, is it's, this
1: like a first season eight, or is this like a? <laughs>
0: it's a little bit of a first season eight. <laughs> okay, okay. It's a soft eight. I Ex- would say that. Acceptable,
1: yeah. Acceptable. Acceptable.
0: Um, but not. I mean, I'm I'm not rounding up by much. I honestly okay. think it it Just it a earns good that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's but yeah, so I'm gonna say eight out of ten. Uh, <laughs> eight out of ten. Dull, neutral colored outfits. <laughs> Love it.
1: Love yeah. It. All right. Any last, any last thoughts that you have?
0: Oh, yeah. Let me do some uh, plugs real quick. Uh, so we have our Facebook, you can find us, and we have our Twitter, Welcome to Sunny, and you can send us an email at Welcome to Sunnydale Podcast at gmail.com. And brand new, you can now call us on the phone and leave us a voicemail that we might play on the show, and the number for that is 510-455-2155. And finally, uh, a shout-out to Ash M. in San Leandro, California, for sending us our second adorable, awesome fan email. We love you. And you'll be getting a personal Emily Dickinson recitation in your email pretty soon, so look out for that. And,
1: um... I mean, we have this... um. You know, this Monopoly game that we oh, yeah, that's right earlier that we are playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about this game of Monopoly that we are got going? Good. this game is brutal. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>